Indul is named after Yosu Indur, who is a Senegalese singer-composer, actor, businessman, and politician. Perhaps the most famous singer alive in Senegal. Is there Dang. anything he can't do? No, but that's well, pretty... Well, he apparently can't control his stand. <laughs> that we know of. So that's pretty cool. I want to get famous enough to have a Rocky name a character after me. Wait, <laughs> when, I, when you search JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on Google, only 93% liked this TV show? Well, well, fuck all of you. I'm giving it a thumbs up. I, mean, I don't even know what that means. 7% of, of people are homophobes. So. That's true. Yeah. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazani. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today's episode is about... The next episode. The next episode. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Fair. Uh, but we have a little bit of ways to get through uh, to, to get to that. So, I hope you all watched through your credits. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, I will say right fucking now. Fucking amateurs. If you did skipping. not, if you if you turn it off at the credits, just go turn this back on and watch yeah. after the credits. Usually, there's not no make, but there is here. Also, pro tip. If there isn't that little to be continued banner right before the before credits. the credits, then you gotta keep watching. Yeah, because don't turn off Crunchyroll. Exactly, fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I have a a nitpick or a confusion. Yeah, these two episodes are called Iggy the Fool and Geb's Indul, and it should be Indul's Geb because the stand is Geb and the stand user. What is it in Japanese? Indul. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, is it like Geb no Indul yeah. or, or no Geb? Oh, that's a good question. I get they're trying to make it rhyme. Uh, Gebushin no Induru. So huh. it's Geb's it Indul. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. It's wrong. Or it has really interesting implications for stand lore. Like that the stand that owns n- you? Yeah, that Indul is actually, yeah, exactly. That. It's, but it's yours, like it's a manifestation of no, your personality. No, that's just what we say. <laughs> but actually, it's the other way around. Yeah. So like one well, person is a Anubis is like that. Anubis works like that. Like Anubis takes over the user. Well, but that's a that's a, a an object stand. But yeah. He, like, so let's jump ahead a little bit in this episode. Wait, I'm really into this new possession theory. Well, because okay. at the end, because this is, he isn't like an arrowed person. He's had this like his whole life. Remember, because he talks about yeah. how yeah, since he was yeah. a kid, yeah. yeah, he's he's felt this way, and he's never been yeah. afraid of death, and you know he yeah. has this whole because he's always had an owner, like to Star Platinum own Jotaro. Yes, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> because it's just, I mean, we're thinking of it as a very human centric way of looking at the stands, but who knows how the stands think of us? I don't know. Someone's gonna call in and be like, "You guys are completely fucking." Yeah, wrong. yeah. I'm. I'm actually. I actually know Japanese, and but no can be used as an adjective connector. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but even so, saying like that would be a weird. Yeah, the point is that like Gebs and Duel is a perfectly valid translation, yes, yes. and it's weird. Yes, it's weird. It's a weird way. <laughs> but I now yeah. adhere to the, the possession theory, theory that yeah. stands are. I mean, it makes sense if you look at like later stand lore, you know, like one of the like, well, we were the aliens. Yeah, the space time. virus. Yeah. 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 Especially if you think about how like if you're not strong enough, they kill you. Yeah. So they're just parasites. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yep. He's just had his parasite for a real long time. Well, yeah. some people were born like, with Like them. Abdol. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that was my nitpick. Uh, nitpick. Yeah. yeah. Great, fact checked. So the boys are in some peril and they get thrown from the car, but they realize that they can't make any noise. Otherwise, you know, they'll get attacked very 
precisely again. And uh, Abdal actually does something that I think is a pretty cool trick, where he takes the bangles uh, off of his uh, presumably intended reference to the bangles, uh, the music. <laughs> Um, For a second, I was going to clarify that Darius was not talking about the 80s girl group. Right. But, but not, he does not take, Yeah, walk like an Egyptian is done now. And that would have been your mistake. Where, yeah. Um, <laughs> does and, not take uh, Susanna Hoff and, and throw her. <laughs> he takes his bracelets. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We only throw a few things in this episode. Yeah. Um, it's a cool trick. Yeah. Yeah. So he just throws it to make it seem like footsteps. And that that's enough to at least temporarily trick Indul into, you know, uh, leaving them alone. For a bit, right? And then that they've walked four feet away from where they actually are. Yeah, and that gives that buys Jotaro the opening to just basically pull a Joseph and like run. Right. Well, because well, he's I running, think, but he's you running think towards. That's, what's gonna that's true, yeah. But he's actually running towards the stand user. Right. Well, because Avdal gets attacked, and so yes, yeah. His 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 he's got we had arterial spray from his neck and everything, and so Jotaro oh. takes off to. Drive Can't believe Avdal is dead again. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> So then Jodo takes off to draw the Sandys are away. Right. Um, and on his way out, he grabs Iggy. And it turns out Jodoro has a deeper plan. Jodoro, I think, is a dog whisperer. <laughs> he is uh he's like the uh, epitome of like assertive force on your dog. <laughs> like he is he is there to be the alpha and just dom the shit out of a misbehaving dog. Like that is I think Jodoro would give really great advice. To dog owners. <laughs> Have you tried throwing him? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you call me before trying that? Yeah. yeah. Have you just yelled at it and stared at it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Have you made it feel really bad about itself yeah. and like it was going to die? Did you yeah. just grab it by the neck and lecture it for a while? <laughs> Have like, you threatened to punch it a thousand times? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I see him as having a really incredibly popular show on, on TLC. And well, and I, and I like the dynamic between Jotaro and Iggy in this episode because Iggy is like, Totally taking advantage of everyone as much as he can, but Jotaro's just like not having it. Right. He's just like, well, fuck you, you're a dog. Like yeah. I can just <laughs> I can just kill you yeah. like at any time. Do you know what show you're on right honestly, now? Honestly, it reminds me of how I got over my fear of dogs. I was very, very, very afraid of dogs. Cannot wait to see where the story yeah, goes. What? I was I was incredibly afraid of dogs as a kid. Anyway, Darius is a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I was I was incredibly afraid of dogs as a kid. All the way up until I was like 12 or 13 or something, like I was just terrified of dogs. Like a tiny puppy could come up to me and like jump on my leg and I would be like, it's going to kill me. I think basically at some point in middle school, I was just, I was just sitting thinking about it and just being like, no, wait, I'm a human. Yes. Like, like, like I might get scratched or bitten by a dog, but I could beat any dog in a fight. Like ultimately. Because I have a brain and I'm like a large person and like that's just how it is. Uh, so that and that immediately just got rid of my fear yeah. of of dogs. Uh, and I feel like that's like Jotaro is doing the same thing here. Where he's just like, okay, guys, but you realize he's a dog. He's a tiny dog. Yeah. Yeah. I like that he's clearly lying and fucking with Polnareff. <laughs> When he's like, I don't know if I could take him. Right. Just like, shut the fuck up. Right. In the last episode. Like, yeah, Jotaro, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that like, is this whole like, wow, he's like really powerful, you guys. Like, wow. Like, yeah, okay. I get yeah, I don't he's know like if I could a him. good stand user, but like, come on now. <laughs> like, dude, I don't know. 
You're the protagonist in a shonen anime. <laughs> yeah, also like literally like two seconds later in the next episode, he's like, I'm gonna grab you by the neck and like use your stand for my own ends and liter and just like dominate and defeat can, you. Yeah. Can right? we uh, can we talk about Iggy's stand the fool a little bit? Because we didn't talk about the stand last episode. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, uh, so it's a it stand. It has really cool robot arms and the rest of it sucks. Yeah, it's got like a <laughs> Native American type theme going on and it's just a, a mess. It's yeah. a mess. It's I, very poorly designed. I do like that it has a little tiny car seat on it yeah, that Iggy like, sits on. Yeah, it's like it's like part <laughs> it's like part car, part dog, part bird like the part arms, totem the arms part robot the arms are like are cool because they have that like anybody who follows me on twitter knows that i'm super into robot insides and like it has that cool like external blue and yeah. red wires oh, like yeah, running yeah. up it yeah. which i'm super into but the rest of it is bad so that doesn't like it's like i couldn't have a picture of like the fool on my wall because it's so hideous other than those arms. Right. Yeah. But yeah, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like the mercenary guy who runs with Spike in uh, Cowboy Bebop. With oh, his, Jet. With yeah, his, yeah, yeah, with yeah. His yeah, Jet with his like, yeah. metal arm. Yeah. yeah. As someone pointed out on Twitter the other day. <laughs> oh, horrifying. Jet is supposed to be the grizzly old man on Cowboy Bebop and then dude is canonically 36. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. You need to age that asshole up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, exactly. Like I, I, he's a weird chimera stand. Yeah. yeah. And, and his, did not know what he and was his doing. powers are, the stand's powers are kind of uh, all over the place too. I mean, so it's sand as, type, sand type stand. And you know, as I think Jotaro says like, well, the simplest ones are always the most powerful, but, um, sorry, I'm rolling my eyes. You I know. Yeah. Same. Strong <laughs> eye roll. I, was, I, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> not even remotely Also true. like, yeah, like. No. no. I mean, the whole idea of, like, the hierarchy of stand powerfulness, like, is complete bullshit. And yeah. even, like, the stuff that, like, Araki says in, that interviews, in yeah. interviews that Jotaro's stand is the strongest stand. And, like, while his stand does, you know, as we've said before, spoiler alert, power up over time, like, there are other stands later on that, like, would kick the shit out of... Star Platinum, yeah. like yeah, just like, <laughs> like no question, yeah. kick the shit out of yes. Star Platinum. Uh, but um, <laughs> so it, it does a few different things. He can make like a dome of sand to protect himself from attacks. He uh, he, can he can glide. Move, he can gl he can make a glider. Uh, yeah, presumably, he can... he can make anything else out of sand too. But he never chooses. I feel not like this to. is some level one RPG, like in the tutorial world shit. It's hard to cut him because yeah, because he can turn into like right. he can like melt into sand. So I think that. I mean, that to me is like the most difficult part about it. It's like, it reminds me of Spice Girl. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. like, right. how can you cut something if it keeps like going Think. soft around yeah. the thing? Right. But other than that, it's like, it's, right. yeah, it's just a mean robot. Yeah. Okay, he makes a sand Iggy at one point. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And right, he can right. also, uh, yeah. And, I, and you know, and he can use the sand to attack people and stuff too. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's. It's it is fairly it's versatile. Elemental. It's an elemental. Sand. Yeah, you can play Sandstorm yeah. by Darude. <laughs> yeah, that's another reason why he's so annoying. Yeah, I know exactly. He's just constantly doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every every room he walks into, that's just what starts. So Iggy tries to get away from Jotaro by by making a glider and like jumping up and like 
gliding away from him. And of course, Jotaro just jumps and grabs him and is like, I, you, like, you can't Like, did you forget I'm me. six foot five and yeah. you're a tiny, tiny yeah. dog? And he, also, my stand is star fucking platinum. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, what? And you're within two meters of me. Like, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> and he, uh, but what I, what I love most about this scene is that if you were not a stand user watching this, you would be seeing a giant man <laughs> being held aloft in, a, in the sky by like a puppy. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, just normal, flying across the <laughs> normal stuff. Yeah. With Sandstorm by Darude playing the yeah. whole time. Someone should do fan art of that. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with like what stand stuff would look like if you were not a stand user. Like just just ugh. like that's the thing, is yeah. like a lot of that shit. It's like the lovers is really just Jodoro getting stepped on a lot. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yep. And some guys looking at a TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. Right. Well they well they do make, you know that joke with right that. yeah, yeah with exactly the, with, yeah yeah um, well some people throw coins at them like, yeah this poor boy yeah so they start to glide and that also does a good job of confusing in you know there's some shenanigans where in tries to like throw sand up to like sort of do sonar on the on the yeah, thing they, and like, whatever they, like, blah, blah, blah. down a couple times and he gets confused yeah. by like the one footstep or right whatever. But, a fight happens but but basically they glide all the way down to where in is Jotaro sees who Endul is and is like, okay, he's a blind guy, and uh, that explains something. something. <laughs> and then, and then they they do have this really cool. I like the show. It's like a very like high noon type yeah. moment where Endul realizes that Jotaro is right behind him. Iggy is actually playing the speed wagon in this, where he's just watching and freaking out over how tense everything is. I hate Iggy. Uh, and uh, we have to watch his terrible face yeah. so many times. But, but but in duel is in duel is great. He just takes his cane and he's like he likes he's like you know well I got to use this to walk home. But I don't have a reason for this right now. And he like throws it to the ground. And you know that the whole idea is that like when the cane hits the ground, that's when they like draw their guns. Basically, yeah. right. it's a very high noon type moment, and uh, and it's super awesome. And of course, Jotaro wins this well, because he's... Jotaro's hat does come off though. Yes, that's what, that's oh what I was my god! Say. The thing that happens is Ugh. the terrifying body horror of having to see Jotaro Kujo naked and exposed <laughs> and private, and as really only Kakuin should see him. Yeah, and Kakuin can't. And his Kakuin's doctor been blinded. And, and his, his doctor. doctor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that school nurse from the from the first episode. Not even she not even did that. He does not yeah. take his hat off at the school doctor. Kids, He's if a your student. school doctor, yeah, yeah something's really fishy. Off, something's really fishy. Tell an adult. Yeah, yeah tell yeah. a different adult. A different yeah. adult. Yeah. yeah, we see that the hat has hair on the back of it. Yeah, yeah, because Iggy brings him his hat back even and, before that. Well, it's I mean, like we know that like the thing so about Jotaro's hat. And this is the reason why it even becomes like a point of discourse and like why people asked Iraqi about it. They weren't just like, LOL, a hat exists, like make up some mythology for it. It was like, no, because this fucking hat is like the front half of a visor that then like seamlessly blends into the exact same kind of hair that Jotaro has on his head. Right. So is it like made of his hair? That's or? right. That's the, the right. questions never stop. Right. Like that's the, once right, you like, start asking. Once you start thinking about what Jotaro's hat really is. It's like the paintings in Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. don't don't start don't start me on it. Because okay. we yeah. have well, a, we, we have a deadline. Yeah, we have an end time. I'm not the one who brought up Harry Potter this time. Yeah, like, yeah, that's usually not me. But yeah, if he had just drawn it as a hat and then like somehow <laughs> when it went back on his head it like magically returned, I think people would have been like 
weird. I don't know. I was wondering about it before I had seen the screenshot of his hat, like, because I hadn't noticed it. Yeah. Um, and so I asked Twitter, this was like two years ago. And I, I asked Twitter. <laughs> as, as everyone does. Yeah. Like, initially. what the fuck is the deal with Jotaro's hat? And there was like a message board topic on Crunchyroll where someone was like, what's the deal with Jotaro's hat? And the answers were fucking hilarious. It was like, that is a taboo subject. We yeah. do not speak of the hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? And so everyone had different theories. And then we finally found that screenshot of it where it has hair on it. And we we're like, okay. And then someone found the interview where Araki says that it's part of his body. And we were like, well, this is even more disturbing. It's just all very upsetting to yeah, think about. I, I, I like our unicorn yeah. theory. I, I think could that's, see you looking at our, yeah, our unicorn our up on the wall here. unicorns. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and you were about to say, yeah, I agree. I think it is definitely like if you're another unicorn and you see Jotaro, what you see is like a unicorn horn. Right. It's just so haunting to yes. think that it got taken off it during a fight. Absolutely. will haunt us forever. <laughs> um, like I, I just can't believe he can take it on and off like that. Could you that. make a powerful wand with one of Jotaro's hairs? Oh, God, probably. Yeah. yeah. Any Joestar body part of any kind. <laughs> Think how powerful Dio is. He used the whole body. He used, <laughs> yeah. he used the whole JoJo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, all the important part. He's right. like, uh, yeah. Dio's technically just a head on a wand. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense to me. So, yeah. Jotaro pummels Indul, but then Indul Indul does something he shouldn't be able to do based on the rules that Aragi himself established, which is hurt himself with his own stand. Yes. Well, so so, but you can hurt yourself with your own stand if you like use your stand to grab an object and hit yourself over the head with it, right? Right. So what I'm guessing is he like brought a bunch of sand particles in with his stand and Sorry, like bored the sand particles through his series. Well, because that's what the Empress no, said. No, of course, of course. You're not supposed to be able to. Um, no, the right. No, that was Hammond. That was Hammond. You can't use uh, Hammond on your no, own but, body. But you're also not. Aren't you supposed to not be able to use stands against yourself? Like, could Star Platinum punch Jotaro in the face? I don't know, but I. <laughs> I bet fan fiction has something to say about that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know about that, but clearly a stand could pick up an object and hit its user sure, over sure. the head with it. Yeah, but yeah. So I. I mean, right. I guess Holly's stand is killing her, right? Yeah. Okay. So but, no, stands can kill you. All right. Yeah. Fact so it's, check. It's just Hammond. Yeah, Hammond was the one that had the official call out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm letting it go. All right, okay, cool, great. Yeah. <laughs> but so Indul um, kills himself. He he, I mean, not immediately, but he 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 shoots himself in the head with his own stand, basically. Right. And he's like, "Yeah, you you were going to interrogate me. I'm not going to give up any information about Dio." Ha ha. Yeah, and he kills himself and leaves just enough time left in his life to talk about how hot Dio is. Yes, which is I, I imagine yeah. what anyone would do yeah. in that yeah. situation or in any situation. It's yeah. really the ideal way to die. Um, Absolutely. I really enjoy this part because Joe Toro says, like, why are you, like, I can't believe you killed yourself rather than, like, reveal information about Dio. Why are you also loyal to Dio? And it's like, duh, it's because he's fucking hot. And, like, then, and that is literally Ndul's answer. Yeah. what What does he say verbatim? He says, he is powerful, deep, large, and beautiful. Yep. Yeah. God. Like, and then he goes on to talk about how Dio was the first person to give his life any meaning or treat him well. And we see Dio like putting his hand on Ndul's head while Ndul And he's like kneeling. shivering and kneeling and I mean, yeah. orgasming. Yeah, they, you know? they yeah. just like, yeah, 
we have and he, when he says like I'm afraid he's gonna like discard me. Yeah, yeah. The, my biggest fear was that he would he would kill me and cast me aside. Yeah. And it's the cast me aside part. And and he does make the direct parallel to Jesus afterwards. He's like <laughs> evil people need an evil savior, and the Dio ev- is our evil savior. The evil need an evil savior. Yeah. Yeah, and like, mm-hmm. but yeah, Dio I mean, is Dio... evil. G- evil Jesus. Dio has many boyfriends. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it was really enjoyable to watch that and to have uh, Jotaro, again, kind of freaked out because someone just slow-mo committed suicide in front of him. Have him be like, why are you doing this? I'm like, have you seen Dio? And then the, <laughs> the character on screen basically be like, have, have you, you seen, seen Dio? Dio? And yeah, like, oh, I had the good. same thing. I like wrote Excellent. it down. Yeah, we're all on the same page here. I literally wrote right down here. because he's hot, duh. And then the next yeah. <laughs> I think powerful, deep, large, and beautiful is like goals. Yeah, for, that, put that on my tombstone, please. For anyone. Put um, that on the record right now. <laughs> I do also want to mention that we're now in a weird different tarot that has the Egyptian gods in it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So in duel. How do you hey, use a deck with only nine cards in it? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Araki ran out of the major arcana last season and thank God. And so now we're doing something else. Uh, in duel's card is, is the God of earth, which is of course why his stand is a weird sperm of water. <laughs> no, because it goes under the earth. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, it's He's fine like, because he has like the same powers as like Toph from Avatar. Right, but oh. so he can like he can feel he can see okay. stuff via yeah. the Earth. Yeah. Right, and Araki's a big fan of Avatar: The Last Airbender, which is why maybe the <laughs> other way around. Maybe Avatar is based on the stand. Toph clearly based on Indul. Yes, <laughs> Jotaro buries him, which I thought was very thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. Jotaro uh, has respect for him. Got to bury your fellow gays, and then. The actual really cool part of this episode kicks off at the end after, after the, the credits. credits. Yeah, so we so we get the credits showing up, but with no to be continued. And you're like, why are there still five minutes left in this episode? Weird. Guess the credits are extra long or something. Mm-hmm. And then the nope. credits end, and then we get the uh, intro for the next villains. Yes, we Boingo get, and Boingo. Right, which are translated as Zenyata Mandata because apparently, like. Danny Elfman is extremely litigious, I guess. Yeah. Boingo and Boingo are the names of these two characters. Which one's older and which one's younger? Um, uh, Boingo is the younger one. Boingo, Boingo. Really great band in the 80s. Check them out if you're not familiar with them already. That is my personal endorsement. Yes. This little bit is its own mini horror story. Yeah, it's another Iraqi yeah. another Iraqi horror story. Um, Boingo is sitting there with his manga and this... Really obnoxious manga guy, yeah, like, comes tourism up to him. guy, and he's like, "Hey, your book is cool. Let me look at it." And Boingo's like, "Okay." So he looks at, it, he's like, "Wow, this is like really original." Like he like reads the manga, and of course, it's not it's not apparent to him at all. But of course, as the viewer, it's obvious that he's reading the story of literally what has been happening for the last five minutes, leading right. up to the current moment, and then going a little bit into the future predicting that the guy himself is going to be impaled on a light pole. Right, and die. And die. And then afterwards, there's like blank pages, and he's like, this is kind of weird, blah, blah. Can I have it? It's like, well, he wants to buy it. He's, he doesn't just sure. ask for it. He offers to buy it. But and still a weird request. Then Oingo yeah. comes over and is like, bitch. Oingo, yeah, Oingo is like, <laughs> don't talk to strangers. Yeah, and also like, <laughs> give me that back. Nobody touches my brother's manga. And then... The tourist guy leaves, and then Oingo is like, "Oh, like maybe we can get on that bus." Yeah, and then he like looks at the manga, and, and then Boingo's like, like mm. 
Yeah, and he's like, oh, maybe not. All right, we'll just wait for the next bus. Right. And then cut to the bus. It's crashed, and the the mangaka has been thrown from the bus and is impaled exactly, on, exactly as, as it was depicted. Yeah. And uh, and then Oingo and Boingo are on the next bus. And just, and yeah, they're just and they're like, like, they don't even like look up to like, look well, at it. They're like, there's yep. nothing we can do about it. But they specifically say like, well, I guess there's nothing we can do about that. Yeah. Yep, that's so fate. So now we get to uh, see what the hell and, that's yeah, about. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, that's the that's the to be continued. It's good. It's the really next good. episode is great. The whole Oingo Boingo situation is great. Oh, there was that pose that they did together, right? The um, oh my god, yeah, I forgot. Thank you. Yeah, Oingo and Boingo, right? Um, yeah, when he chases off the the mangaka, the mangaka. There's a moment where Oingo is standing there with his like legs a little wider than shoulder width apart. And Boingo is down between them and has his arm wrapped around one of the legs. Boingo's really? leg. Yeah. And it's a straight up Johnny Gyro cover pose. I mean, it's like, like that. It's, right. Pose. I mean, it's it's like that. Uh, it's like the pulp, like, you know, the Star yeah. Wars poster with, yeah. with Leia and Luke. And, yeah. yeah. And I was and just, their siblings, too. So it was like, but I was just like, <laughs> Spoiler alert. I was like, but wait, I was like, <laughs> but I was just like, I have seen Araki do. That exact pose for a lot. Characters. He's been practicing. Yeah, that was real good. Um, yeah, it was hilarious. Oh, I was just man. like, it's like, why is Boingo on the ground like um, that? <laughs> the the art style of Boingo's book. I mean, we can talk about this more next episode. We do see it some yeah. in this, and yeah. it's just it's it's really cool. It's, it's this cool it's this really it's a little bit like the art for the tarot cards themselves. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a good point. I hadn't put that together. Honestly. Yeah. It's cool and different and fun. And you can just feel that, like, the artist had fun with it. Yeah. But yeah, so that'll be next time. Yep. Winkle, winkle, brothers. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora, Ora, Oregon at StreamPDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at StreamPDX and OpenSignal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJojo or find us on the web at ExplainJojo.com. We'd love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Ndool would leave for Dio. 